Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. You are listening to the Build Your Network podcast. If you're tired of the old way of networking, the business cards, the awkward conversations, and the aggressive pitches, but you know how crucial your network is to your success in life, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Build Your Network, the only top-rated show committed to helping you master content networking, foster real relationships, increase your authority, and build the network of your dreams. Listen in on conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, authors, thought leaders, and more as we deconstruct their best strategies for your success. So get ready to burn your business cards, ditch the name tag, and discover the new way to network with your host, Travis Chappell. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another Freestyle Friday episode of the Build Your Network podcast. And just a couple weeks ago, I dropped an awesome article on Travis's website. Well, technically, I dropped the article. Yes. It, according to my website. According to the website. It's written. You're a great writer. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm the author, but we all know now that it was you. We dropped, Team Travis dropped an article about some comments Howard Stern made about podcasting. And the comments were from, like, I think 2015. And then there were some more comments from a little bit more recently and kind of just talked about you know, all respect to where respect is due. Howard Stern's a legend, but some of the things he said about podcasting throughout the years are pretty dumb. Yeah. To me, you know, what it reminds me of is somebody that had to go through the shit in the beginning of his career. And so now when he sees other people, you know, having success that rivals his own without having gone through that same process, it understandably probably irks him a little bit. And uh, it's kind of similar to like Warren Buffett and Bitcoin. You know what I mean? It's like there's so many other smart people that say Bitcoin's a real thing. It's here to stay and it's going to be around for a long time. But then you have 90 something year old Warren Buffett who's got a couple hundred, you know, or a hundred plus billion dollars 
having another currency come into the picture, you know, probably is something that he doesn't really like. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't mean that Bitcoin is bad. It doesn't mean that podcasting is bad. It just means that from their perspective, they went about their careers a certain way. And now other people are seeing massive leaps and bounds from technology that's come up in the last decade in both cases. And it probably, frankly, just upsets them a little bit, which again is understandable, but it doesn't make it right. Well, there's, there's that. And I think there's also like the survivor bias thing, right. Too, where like you go a certain path and it works for you. Right. And then you kind of assume that's the right path for everybody. Yeah. The only path forever. Yeah. And so I think like from a cynical side, I say like, you know, you get scared when something new is encroaching on your territory. But I think from the other side, too, when he tries to give advice around how you should do broadcasting, you know, with the word that he uses, broadcasting, it's based on his own journey. Right. Which started, you know. Yeah. He's, so this was April of 2021, I believe. He, he refreshes said, his stance. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did. He did a little bit better. So the first one he goes. Podcasts are fine. You want to make a podcast, sit in your room and make a podcast. You want to make money and become a broadcaster and actually get a following. You've got to put yourself to the test. If you want to be a comedian, you could sit in your room and do your comedy into a microphone or you could go to a club. Yeah, you could be the greatest comedian ever, only nobody would know it. Right. You got to go to a club. And I'm telling you, if you want to become a radio broadcaster and make a living at this and get a following, you've got to go on terrestrial radio. Not even satellite. You got to go on terrestrial radio and wait for the ratings book to come out. And you'll find out if you're any good. That was back in 2015. He did refresh his stance a little bit. He says nowadays, because there are podcasts and everybody's podcasting on the radio, everybody thinks they know how to do radio. They know how to do talk. But you've never gone on a radio station and had to get ratings. It's nonsense what you're doing, sitting in your house with your podcast. No one's listening to it. No one gives a fuck. Podcasts, I try to listen to some of them. I got the podcast app, and it's a lot of people talking to other people who aren't really that interesting. They're bores. They're effing bores. But no one tells them that they're bores. So he obviously had some... That's the problem, I mean, I, all right. Yeah, yeah, but that's pretty stern, like, to talk about it like that. Saying. That was a bad stern yeah. impression. Anyway... You can try yeah. again if you want. Just, I don't, just I don't keep want to. Going. I don't want okay. to. Yeah, I, I mean, th- this is just very Stern-esque. Yeah. He, he, that's what he does. He talks right. shit for a living and divides and, and polarizes for a living. But the thing is, though, like he's got some stuff right yeah. about it. You know what I mean? It's like for the majority of people who are podcasting, they well, don't do it the right way. Well, Most Stern's people not, will no. never get a Yeah, <laughs> right, right. His observations are going to hit in some places. Yeah. And that's one of them. You know, he's, he's definitely right that a lot of people aren't doing them well and they think they know how to do them well. And they wonder why their show doesn't grow. Mm -hmm. And it's clearly directly correlated to their lack of skill in creating interesting content or being able to market that content effectively. But yeah, to make these just big broad strokes about the podcasting industry, is just not even based in evidence or fact. Yeah. It's just completely not true. Well, well, some of, yeah, some of the things he gets right, like you said, there's too many people that are doing podcasting without treat, treating it seriously, you know, which I feel douchey just being like, you don't take it seriously, you know, the art of podcasting. But, it, yeah, but sure. there's truth to that. You well, know? you can't not treat it seriously and then expect good results. Right. Like right. if you don't, if you're just, you know, having a good time with your buddies and drinking a beer and talking about the sports game mm-hmm. or whatever that you like to follow the most, Great. Do that. 
but don't get upset when you don't have Joe Rogan like numbers, yeah. you know, that you can't have the best of both worlds where yeah. you just, Oh, I do whatever I want. It's totally fun. And we just don't really focus on anything. We just talk and it's like, okay, yeah. great. But probably nobody's listening because probably like Stern says, you're not that interesting. And neither right. are the people that you're talking to or having conversations with. That's what makes Stern show interesting. That's what makes Joe Rogan interesting is that like they're both interesting people and they interview interesting people. Yeah. And so the conversations that they can have about quote unquote, nothing are far more interesting than like, you know, some random person sitting down right. talking to their other friend that both work boring jobs and live in boring places and don't do anything interesting. Yeah. It's obviously going to not be a great conversation. Yeah, there, there's a good <clears throat> amount of people dicking around, as he says, with podcasts and, right. and you know, hoping to hoping to get somewhere. And I, I think there should be more people who are expecting the success, who are working on the craft of interviewing, working on getting good guests. You know, like even when you look at like a, a Joe Rogan experience, which I know we'll bring up that comparison at some point you know, there's a lot of work in what type of people get brought on and trying to be relevant with conversations. And so, well, you know, well, he, the thing is with Rogan too, though, is that he also tries to attribute Joe Rogan's fame and success to his traditional it's television days. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he didn't land like, a Joe Rogan Spotify deal. Yeah, Joe Rogan is famous for one reason, his podcast. No. Like he was maybe a C-list celebrity yeah. prior to his podcast. He hosted UFC, which at the time nobody watched, like yeah. nobody paid attention to what UFC was. And I dare anybody listening to this right now, if unless you're a diehard UFC fan, to name another UFC commentator yeah. that is not Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? That's not what made him famous. Fear Factor is not what made him famous. It made him recognizable, yeah. but it's not what made him even, famous. Even news radio, which, which is funny because like he's done so many things that would be most people's peak. <laughs> yeah, right. He just the sitcom. And, I was yeah. on a sitcom for several years. Oh, yeah. I was doing UFC. I hosted I a TV show. Factor. Right. And then it's like, oh, the most famous thing is the newest thing, which right. is podcasting, which is the new radio, essentially. Yeah, sure. Well, and, and it really is. It's, it's really just an evolution of radio. Like people say television was the evolution of radio. I, that's not true. It's just a new medium. Television and radio are not the same medium. They're different. Podcasting is the evolution of radio. And it frankly is a much better form of, of radio. Right. You know, like it's international distribution. You know what I mean? Like you don't, you don't, there's no gatekeepers. Nobody decides if you're successful or not successful. You can decide that for yourself if you, you know, have enough drive in you uh, to, to go do that. There's a, a lot of reasons that podcasting is better than radio. And to attribute Joe Rogan's fame and success to like his pre-podcasting days, and that's why he has a successful podcast to me is just, again, and, and just a lack of understanding of podcasting. As you look at, there's so many other actually famous people that tried to start podcasts that did not go well. Thinking probably the same way, which is like, oh, Joe Rogan can do it. Right. <laughs> I can do right. it. Well, and look, having that background helps. That's another thing I think Stern's right about is like there is, if Howard Stern started a podcast with a back he has now, sure. you know, like, sure, he'd do Well, Jason Ellis did that. Right. You know, Jason Ellis had a serious XM show for a long time. They didn't renew it, so he started a new show. And now right. he has a couple of podcasts. He has one with Tony Hawk that does actually pretty well from what I understand. Yeah. And they can make money doing that. But yeah, I think that he looks at, he's done nothing but try to be a successful broadcaster Mm -hmm. for his entire career. And he has hit the pinnacle of what that means. And I think that now he sees podcasting as a threat to that, whether consciously or subconsciously. And I think that that kind of drives him to look with confirmation bias for the negative things about it and not recognize it for the positive things. So we've talked a little bit about what he's gotten right. And even with that, I think there's some mixed in there that's a little bit off, but what are some of the things he's dead wrong about because i mean first of all the easy one for me is 
if you want to be successful in broadcasting, you have to go to terrestrial radio. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've even heard the term terrestrial radio in like 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not sure so, it's and, been and something that's brought ratings up. Book, which to me, and again, I listened to it the first time I heard it. I was just like, oh, this is stupid. And then yeah. I tried to listen to it because I, I do like Howard Stern. I listen to a lot of Howard Stern. I mean, Howard Stern is the GOAT. Yeah. He's in terms of radio, like yeah. he is the GOAT. But And he's a great interviewer. So I tried to listen to it with like, okay, am I missing something, some point he's making? And going through and listening, I'm like waiting for a ratings book to tell you if you're good. It's like you can do that with download numbers and with podcast reviews right. and with Facebook communities. Well, here's some here's some ratings right here. So this came out recently. Q3 2021 media ratings, average viewers per show in millions from Nielsen and Spotify. So CNN primetime average is 0.82 in millions, which is pretty crazy. Less than than a, a million per show. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you. That work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. CNN primetime. Well, I got to say something too on that, just from the advertiser perspective. It's crazy how much money companies put in advertising to be on CNN or Fox. Right. Well, they think that's the show versus campaigns for podcast. Like that's a totally whole different other conversation. I should probably mark down for later, but it's crazy to me. Like companies are spending millions of dollars for 30 second ad spots on CNN Mm -hmm. when there's podcasts that are like you're about to read reaching bigger audiences, way bigger, right? Five times, 10 times, 20 times those audiences. It's just crazy to me. But anyway, sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but that's uh, Yeah, so CNN, 820,000. MSNBC primetime average, uh, 1.27. Rachel Maddow, 2.2. Ingram Angle, 2.3. Fox News primetime, 2.3. Hannity, 2.9. The Five, 2.98. 
Tucker Carlson tonight, 3.24. So these are all so far traditional media companies, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, and then major anchors that are on those networks. Joe Rogan experience, number one, at 11 million. 11 million average viewers per show comparatively to the bottom ranked one, CNN at 820,000. Like over a 10X with a single guy podcasting out of studio with a desk. Jamie would like a word. Yeah, sure. Two guys. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. And to do that in a decade? No. You know, like uh, I assume Joe Rogan started his podcast around 2010-ish, sometime in there, maybe maybe a little bit before that. But like to do that in a decade without trying to do it, that's the, he says it all the time. Like he was not even trying to do it. He was just trying around. to, yeah, yeah, he was trying to have fun with his friends. Episode, they're just goofing off. Like. Right. And something that we talked about earlier uh, too, like I'm not saying that his prior successes didn't have anything to do with it, but they're definitely not the thing that made him who he is. Well, they just made him that. better at yeah. doing what he did. Right. Right. Like t- touring the country, doing stand up comedy and hosting television shows and being on TV all of those things make him a better communicator. They make him a funnier host. They make him able to connect with people of all shapes and sizes and colors and ethnicities and backgrounds and career fields. Like he's talked to so many people. He has high emotional intelligence. He can hold a conversation about almost anything with almost anyone. And a lot of that came from his prior backgrounds, but it's not why he's successful. There's a lot more to unpack with why he is is successful in particular. So there's a couple of things there. Another one that Stern gets wrong is he he said, there's no, as we know it right now, there's no way to congregate a mass audience around podcasting unless you already have an audience. And this was from, yeah, this was from April. This is when he renewed his, which just, and again, which isn't true. And like I I included in in the article, I think, but you know, I'll just say from my experience, you know, I was a nobody when I started my show. Like I'm still a nobody relatively, but in my, in my niche, like nobody knew who I was. Like nobody outside of my network knew who I was. Like that show on YouTube alone last year was like 800,000 download, you know, views on YouTube, Mm -hmm. you know, together with my podcast, like 1.6 million views of my content, you know, at least 30 seconds of it, you know, which is like, that's crazy numbers for somebody who, is using a USB microphone in a bedroom, you know, at a debt. Like right. that, that's crazy to me. That type of distribution yeah. from no marketing dollars. It's not like it's like, oh, people knew me from when I was like a marketing coordinator at an auto group. Oh, right. You, yeah. you don't have the the booth at the local farmer's market with 103.6 yeah. and like tune into your house or whatever. A radio voice, you know. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, but yeah, that, that was another one that just stood out like crazy. It's like there's... It's just completely dead wrong. (laughs) Yeah. It's totally dead wrong. And your show too. I mean, there's no, nobody knew who I was at all before I started my show. And again, we're not like famous, famous people, but I've gotten a couple million downloads on a show from absolutely nothing with nobody knowing who I was or giving a shit about what I talked about before, which I think leads directly into the last thing I think he's dead wrong about, which is, you know, if you want to make money, you have to be doing traditional radio. You can't make real money. You just said neither of us are super famous. Like, and anybody watching that would agree. Like, nobody's going to argue the other, like, the other side of that. We're not famous, but both of us have made a decent amount of money podcasting. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, if you want to look at, I mean, Guestio logo behind you, like, all of the funding for Guestio came from relationships through the podcast. Like, we can directly track, I mean, a lot of money back to the podcast. Yeah. Like if you look at the money that we've raised and the money that we generated through the business in the last couple of years, like just as much money as downloads over a couple million dollars. 
in the last couple of years been all generated directly through the podcast, right. which like, I mean, that's not F you money well, and that's not stern money. Right. right? That's nothing. But like, but yeah, that's my question is like, you can't make real money podcasting. You said like, well, define real money yeah. because the average radio talk show host in the country makes $30,000 a year. Median salary, $30,960. Like no. that's not real money. We're, we're, I know that we're that's like a barely above the poverty line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're crushing uh, it. I don't as know. Radio as the average radio host. Like we're, yeah. cr- we're in like the top 1%. Of radio hosts versus like without having to go through a gatekeeper, without having right. to go to school for broadcasting, without having to like be the janitor at the local radio station and hopefully get some airtime where I play a song and go, and now uh, the threes and ones and blah, blah, blah. And here you go. Here's a song. And then hopefully somebody hears my voice and goes, that guy has talent and then yeah. gives me a shot. Right. And then 12 years later, after I work through like 13 different radio stations and sub markets of sub markets, hopefully one day I can get a six figure salary in 18 years from now that will lead to a national syndicated radio deal like no this all happened in four years from my bedroom in like my spare bedroom you know what i mean like yours been less than that you know so like it just is unequivocally incorrect and i don't know if he's just choosing to ignore that or just frankly doesn't give a shit Um, well he doesn't need to you know like that's the thing is like at the end of the day he's got his deal you know it's the same as warren buffett like right Exactly. Warren Buffett can be dead wrong and, about and, crypto. It doesn't matter. Right. And, and not- why would why would Warren Buffett give credibility to something that has the potential to discredit the thing that he owns the most of, which is dollars? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, why would he? He's, he's like 94. You know what I mean? Like, what, what is he going to do? Become the, the Bitcoin Oracle like he yeah. was the, or the Oracle Wall Street or whatever they call him, you know, like. Probably not. He's probably just going to be like, Bitcoin sucks. Peace. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have to do anything different than that. And he knows it's not going to take over in his lifetime. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, why give it any sort of additional steam? And I think that Howard Stern is kind of the same way. He's just like, I did my own thing. I just think that he's right. The barrier to entry is, is really low and that creates a lot of opportunity, but it also creates a lot of crappy shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think that like, I think that those shows, a lot of them get weeded out anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was reading recently, there's over 3 million indexed podcasts now between Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but less than a half a million of them have released an episode in the last 90 days. So Crazy. like a, still a small percentage of shows that are continuously releasing episodes. And I think that's because a lot of people suck. And uh, you, when you suck, it's not something that you want to just continue sucking at. You know, if you're doing it for any length of time, you're probably doing a better job. You're trying to learn to get better. You're bringing on better guests. You're talking about better content. You're trying to monetize. You're trying to grow. You're doing a little bit of something right, or else you probably wouldn't continue podcasting. So I think that it's going to continue to kind of weed itself out anyway. Well, look, I think it's undeniable and that's going to keep, you know, the more he doubles down the comments, I think the more it's going to stand out, like how clearly wrong some of this is. And, you know, if he wants to ever come on the podcast, a hundred percent more than the thing is, he's still Howard Stern. No. Everything that we and just he's said, still a freaking legend. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Everything that we just said lives in the shadow of Howard Stern. Yeah. You know, like he is, he's like we said, the, the goat no. of terrestrial radio <laughs> satellite, <laughs> but, and satellite radio. and now satellite radio. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, to, to, to say that it's not, I mean, to what you pointed out in the article or what I so cleverly pointed out in the article is that Sirius XM purchased Stitcher for $325 million recently. Yeah. Stitcher's a podcast app. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's literally all it does. His, his, his own, own home <laughs> network is yeah. investing, doubling, spending more than they spend on him. him to buy, buy three times, three times as much as they spend on him to buy an app, well, not even a personality, just an app that has podcasts on it, which you can get on like 50 other different apps. But they saw enough value in that to pick it up. Right. You know, it just like you said, I don't think he'll ever change his opinion on it. I think he's just going to, you know, keep dumping on it and then retire a wealthy and yep. happy man, which good for him. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> good for him. Good for well, you, Howard Stern. If you're listening to this episode, Howard Stern, you know, <laughs> you're free to come on. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, though, uh, be sure to check us out on social media at Travis Chapel on Instagram. Drop your thoughts if you agree, especially if we disagree. I'd be curious to hear if there's anyone listening to this podcast that would <laughs> disagree with any of the points made. Or if you're on YouTube, probably drop a only comment. if they're on the radio as well. Yeah. If you're hearing this on the radio, <laughs> I don't know how it got there, but. Thank you guys so much for listening and uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace. That's it for this episode. If you want to connect with Travis and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then you're going to want to head over to travischapelcom slash group to join his free Facebook group podcast to profit. Travis will see you there and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.